Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, you may have heard this story on Live 95 News earlier this week. It's about a priest in Dublin who has faced a backlash after he decided to erect pride flags outside of his church. Father Adrian Egan, now based in Ballyfermot, is a native of Limerick and he was a regular here on Limerick today when he was rector of the Redemptorists here in Limerick and talked on many different issues and uh, found himself in the headlines this week because of these pride flags, but he did speak in his church last week uh, about the issue. Let's take a listen to what he had to say. And so we decided we've two flagpoles out there. We'll put up two flags, the Irish flag, and we'll put up the rainbow flag. And maybe just seeing them, it might become a visual sign from outside for them that they might feel, oh, I'm being remembered. I'm being lifted up in God's house. Maybe I am welcome there. Maybe I do have a place there. So that was our plan and that was our intention and we hung the flags on Tuesday morning. It wasn't long before the proverbial hit the fan. We also put the pictures up on, on Facebook, on our Facebook page. And all kinds of messages started coming in via social media, via telephone, via text, via letter and so on. Lots of messages of thanks and appreciation and support. Many people moved And they got the message that we were trying to to send out. Other messages came in from very good Catholic people who were confused by the flag and wondered why we were doing it. And they were hurt and dismayed by it and wondered what was going on. And many of those messages were, were very civil and respectful and polite. And we were able to have good conversations and explain what we were doing. A lot of other messages came in that were not so civil and polite. We really received a lot of messages in various forms that were aggressive and hostile and nasty and loud and accusatory and condemnatory and claiming we were up to all kinds of things. That here in Assumption we were pursuing an ideology or promoting an ideology or a philosophy that was anti-church, that was anti-Catholic, that was filled with, with hate, that we were undermining church teaching that we were promoting a lifestyle and a way of life that was sinful. It got worse than that, that we were doing the devil's work. We were advocates of Satan. Um, We were advocates of sodomy and of pedophilia and all kinds of things. Because I'm the parish priest, some of it became directed at me. I was the Antichrist, the heathen. I should be ashamed. I should be removed. I should be dismissed. And... Somebody once said to me, enjoy the next time it snows because you won't see it where you're going to. So there you go. Would you like to be told that? So all of that was, was going on over the few days. Um, I, can be to- I, I have a high tolerance level for lots of things, but I, when, when that kind of thing goes on incessantly, it does get to you and it, 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 it shakes you a bit. Um, and it did, it did get to me, I, have to, I will admit. In the middle of all that, by Friday evening, we were wondering, what are we going to do? And to be honest, we got a call then from uh, Dublin Diocese, from Archbishop's House, who obviously had been getting some flack over this too. And they just rang to say to us, look, Dublin Diocese has a protocol that only on appropriate occasions 
we hang state flags or national flags and we have a protocol that no other flags fly on church grounds. So that was Father Adrian Egan, uh, as I said, a regular here on Limerick today when he was based in Limerick and uh, he, he put up the rainbow flags as part of Pride Month and that's the backlash he got. We have Jessica Gurton from Gosh in Limerick and Gareth, who is a young LGBTQ plus man as well in Limerick here on the line this morning. Good morning to you both. Morning. Morning. Um, Jessica, I suppose I must be very naive because I have to say, I was shocked to hear he got that level of backlash over a couple of flags. I know, just listening to there and I was listening to all those terms coming out of his mouth, you know, that he was going, where he was going that he'd never, he'd never see those flags flying. And I'm just I'm just thinking about the young people who was listening this morning, hearing that, how hard that must be for people to hear, like, you know, just showing visibility. That's what, what's most important, just showing that people are being remembered, they're being um, thought, thought of, you know, that the solidarity is there in the community. Like, I can only imagine how people feel listening to that, you know? Yeah, because I've I've seen the the pride flags around Limerick City, and you know, it's a very colourful flag. It brightens up any building that decides uh, to put the flag out, but it says so much more as well. It does. It does say so much more. It's like we're here, you know, that we support you, no matter who you are, no matter your sexuality, your orientation, no matter what, you know. And I think it's a pity that you know that backlash was given, you know, when um, Fawad Egan was just trying to be supportive to the community and show his solidarity. Gareth, that kind of backlash, does it surprise you at all? Is it something that you experience in your daily life at all? Um, no, it doesn't surprise me at all. Um, like, it's just kind of commonplace now when you're growing up as LGBT, the minute, like, you decide to let people know that, I think just the backlash is just commonplace. And I think it's something that I've kind of come desensitized to, but it's awful when you see other people who like that lovely priest up in Dublin that just wanted to show people like me that they have a place in the Catholic Church, which is something that I struggled with over the years. And then they get abused over it as well. But did it surprise me? Not really, but I don't really... It's not like he made a speech. He made a lovely one there. All he did was simply put up a symbol to say that I will welcome you as much as I welcome any other person. And now he's after suffering abuse over that. And I just don't understand it. Like the rainbow, we see it in the sky like all the time. I don't understand why something as a group of colours that just simply says that we stand with you is such an issue. Do you find Limerick to be a, a place that is any more or less progressive in terms of acceptance of LGBTQ plus, Gart? Um, I think it's pretty much the same as kind of all urban areas in Ireland, like no matter where you go, you'll always find people who are kind of both for and against it. I suppose it's just who you surround yourself to a certain degree, but like there's people that who won't turn like a blind eye, that'll just be okay with them. And then there's others who just see it as a personal attack, which I don't get either. But Limerick overall has such strong community values that I've never felt uncomfortable. Yeah, I've come across the odd individual who's decided that my life is their business. But like, other than that, like I've found Limerick as a city to be very welcoming. I've like, I've met people who've helped me in so many ways. There's out in UL and UL, uh, out in university that have been amazing. And I met so many great friends from there. 
And I found the university itself to be so supporting of who I am. So I think like there's so many great people in this city and I'd want the few bad apples to overshadow the fact that we do have strong community values that do support the LGBT community here in Limerick. Jessica, what about, uh, you know, places to socialise in Limerick? I mean, it's a small city. Do you think that there's a lack of socialisation for people in the community? Yeah, I suppose as you work your perspective um, from interacting with young people that we support in our services, um, the perception is from the young people there is not a lot of services. And I suppose the pandemic, um, from true new fault of anyone, took away those services for people to socialise in. And often now people have to rely on outdoor spaces to socialise, um, which isn't always ideal for everyone, you know. There's a comfort level there that people might be comfortable with. Um, and I suppose us and GOT and other services in America, we try to find a safe and supportive environment for young people. Um, but the perception is that there's not an awful lot of spaces for people to socialise. And, you know, I think there needs to be more places put, in, put into place. Yeah, I saw an article in the Irish Independent this week saying that Pride Month is too long, you know, and that the message gets dilute, diluted by extending it over, you know, the, the space of time of a month. And many people from the community supported this and said, yes, we'd make a much stronger impact if we were to, you know, hold it, a, let's say, over Pride Week or, you know, we have International Women's Day. There's just one day there. How do you feel about that? Do you think it's necessary to have it for an entire month? I think it is necessary, you know, because throughout those months, there's a lot of events that happens, you know. A week is a short time to put a lot of events on, you know, and I think it's important that for those in the community that they're supported throughout that month, you know, they might want to reach out to a service in that month, you know. There's there's an awful lot of lack of, so, of social interaction for those even in rural Limerick, I can imagine, you know, and knowing that, you know, I can come into the city and maybe attend an event during that month. I think it's important to have. And are month. there events happening this month in Limerick for Pride Month? Yes, there's a lot of events happening um, throughout uh, social media and stuff like that. And gosh, uh, we're providing HIV, hepatitis C and syphilis testing throughout um, the week of Pride. Um, I am the youth worker and Adele. We're doing uh, what services are we providing in Limerick for young LGBT people. We're doing quizzes. Um, we're doing flag workshops. We're trying to do as much as we can for the community. Gareth, are you getting a chance to take part in any of that? Um, well, uh, I'm on for, in a very unfortunate position that my master's thesis is due, unfortunately, at the end of June. So I've been kind of a slight bit of a hermit for this month. But it's great to see so many events that allow young people, like, like we've been saying, from rural Ireland um, and rural Limerick to come in and experience these things. Because like I, I know some people said it would make a greater impact if these events were done over a shorter period of time. But I think having a month of events is much better because like people work, people have college, people have schoolwork. So I think spreading events over the months allows those young kind of LGBTQ people to come in and experience even one um, event because that's all the time that they have. Um, so I think it's, I don't think it's diluting it um, per se. I think a month is great, but I also think that we need to be moving towards more sustainable kind of, LGBTQ spaces as well in the city. Having one month of events is great, but we also need to start looking at like what's next. Can we build more centres like Gosh? Can we build more kind of, especially non-alcoholic spaces um, to help these young people meet each other, get friends, their 
form their own, for lack of a better phrase, chosen family to help them get through whatever they're getting through. So I love the fact that Pride is over a month and there's so many great events happening both here in Limerick and across the country. Because I know myself growing up, it was so great to see. And I went to Pride, I went to the parade, I went to events. And that was kind of my little oasis, I suppose. So I think it's great to see and I'm glad that there's so many events happening for so many young people now. Okay, well, that's great. Thanks very much for joining us on the programme this morning. That's Gareth and also Jessica Curtin from Gosh. And I know the Pride Parade is coming up uh, virtually, isn't it? Is it going to be virtually again this year, Jessica? Yes, virtually. Yes, virtually this year on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday 13th, yeah. Okay, so we'll be talking more about that closer to the date um, when that arises. But thanks very much for joining us on the programme. Jessica Curtin from Gosh and Gareth. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.